Hello, and welcome to this episode of Hammering Down. I'm your host, Keller Hodges. I'm hoping you're having a great, great day. So in that, uh, the wise words of that one uh, clip that was going around the internet, I think it's from Hot Ones. Uh, uh, who th- who would have thought we would be here? It's n- not me. Um, <laughs> Birmingham is facing Charleston. The, uh, Birmingham takes down Tampa Bay 3-0. to nil, And we are taking on Charleston once again. And by the way, if Detroit City somehow beats Lou City and Birmingham wins this match, we get a home playoff game. It, like, who'd have thunk it? it? We're in a weird time. It's a weird place. But the question is, is can Birmingham do it? Can they even force this situation of hosting a home playoff game or just making it to the Eastern Conference Finals? Um, and that's obviously what we're going to talk about today. Um, I do want to just say this. If you are looking for a place to go, Ghost Train are doing their watch party. And Magic City Brigade has been doing that all year long. Legion are joining uh, along with that. And all year long, I have been doing live shows from there. But then I moved out to Tuscaloosa, made it a little bit harder to drive back and forth. Yada, yada, yada. CLDR. I'm back, baby. I am going to be doing the live show live from Ghost Train. Super excited to be back. And, yeah, that, that should be really exciting. So, if you can't come out to a bar for, for whatever reason, you know, you don't want to be at a, you know, you don't want to be around alcohol. You don't want your kids to be around that many people. Just, hey, just join along and just, uh. Enjoy the atmosphere around because it's bound to be a good time. That said, there's a lot of people like me who are not going to be drinking. So if you want somewhere just kind of to hang out, that's going to be there as well. But yeah, I I want to just get into this match because Birmingham's 4-1-4-1 that they played against Tampa Bay, that they also played against Charleston, that they played against Monterey Bay, that they played against Memphis. It's been a real deal. And a part of this is because of the absence of Matthew Corcoran. And Matthew Corcoran was gone on the oh, on U-17 World Cup qualifying. And he has officially got called up to the, the national squad, the national team squad. So he is with the U-17s right now. Um, getting ready for the World Cup, which means we're going to be out with him again, without him again. And earlier on this season, I think that would have been a bigger deal. But right now, it's really not. And don't get me wrong, I would like to have him. But this 4-1-4-1, this midfield of Juan Aguidela, who I think his last game was the best game he has ever had in the Legion colors, I really rate what uh, Juan Aguidela is doing right now. You have Tyler Pasher and Enzo Martinez. I think it's working. And you kind of have to question, is it going to work against Charleston? I think the difference between Tampa Bay and Charleston, and this is going to seem like a, a duh kind of statement, right? I think it's Preston. I think Tyler to take a Preston. He was playing left wing. He was playing right wing against Charleston. They started Nico Brett up top. 
I think that while Nico is not a slow player, he's obviously not. He's not an untechnical player. He clearly has a lot of technical stuff he can do. He He's not the same as Preston, though. And Preston kind of showed a little bit of finishing. Don't get me wrong. He missed some chances. Um, you know, just a couple minutes before he scored, he missed his chance uh, that I thought he wasn't going to get a better chance. And to be fair, I think the goal he scored was a worse chance. I think the first opportunity he had was a much better opportunity than the one he actually scored. But I think that with Preston up top, that could really break through the lines. And look, Trey Muse is not a bad goalkeeper, uh, the goalkeeper for Charleston Battery. He's not a bad goalkeeper. But you get him in a 1v1, which Preston has the opportunity to do, you always back the attacker there. And I think that Muse is not a one-on-one -on -one specialist by any means. I think that's advantage Legion. That said, you want a little bit more passing ability or a little bit more finishing ability. I I like what I saw. I, I think that this is going to be one of those matches that if you come out like you did against Tampa Bay, where you have Deba, where you have Prosper, where you have Preston, and you have that midfield triangle of Juan Aguidelo, Tyler Pasher, and Enzo Martinez, I think it's a good look. I think it's a really good look. Um, I said it on Soccer Down Here last week, and I said it on all of the Tampa Bay shows that I went on. If there's one player you don't want the ball to fall to in the 80th plus minute, I think it's personally Prosper Kasim. And yes, this goal that he scored was not a game winner. But also, for, for him to one-time it from that wide of an angle and just pass it into base, it literally into the bottom corner, hit the post and in, it's as perfect of a pass or a perfect of a shot that you're really going to see. I was beyond impressed with what I saw. And one thing that I said before was, you know... This team, and I said this on the USL show, what we saw was really something that can be replicated. It was 100% something that can be replicated. We saw a system that we could see again. We saw a team performance that we could see again. This was not Preston just playing out of his skull. I actually think he could, he could improve on things. This wasn't one Aguidelo playing out of his skull. I thought it looked very replicatable. Um, everything that they did could be replicated. Um, just to be straight up, Jake Roof was a dog. Just a straight up dog. And he he looked incredible. I think if Legion come out with the same game plan, if they say, hey, Defend as a team, and we'll get forward, and we'll go fast. You have the pace of Tyler Pasher. You have the the pace of uh, Tyler Tecca-Preston. You have the hold-up play and the passing ability of Juan Agudelo. You have this technical ability of Deben Wigbo, who has a little bit of pace to him himself. And then on your bench, you can bring on a guy like Nico Brett if you need. Um I just think that this is looking up for Legion. 
I, I say this, and I truly, truly, truly mean this. If Legion play like they did against Tampa Bay, no one can beat them. Absolutely no one. And there's a key part of this that I think has to be mentioned. This They got eight shots on target. Last time we saw that many shots on target was against the Miami FC where Jake McGuire had the best goalkeeping performance I've ever seen in the USL. From there, the last time Legion had eight shots on target, um, listen, it was a long time ago versus Las Vegas Lights, that 3-3 match. And yes, you know, we don't want to replicate either one of those performances of a 3-3 draw to Las Vegas or, you know, a loss to Miami. But we didn't see that much pressure being put on goalkeepers. There were points this year where there was zero pressure being put on goalkeepers. And I think Muse, personally, is a downgrade versus Sparrow, who Legion just played. I think that Sparrow is the better goalkeeper. If you put shots on target, they find a way. You a, a ball can't go in if it's not on target unless it's an own goal, right? Duh, that is analytics with Kaylor. Um, looking at the Charleston Battery side, and you're trying to say, well, what's what's happening here? If you didn't see, they played against the Indy Eleven, whom they beat two or sorry five nil. But Indy Eleven was without their best players. They were out uh, Solomon Asante. They were out uh, Aiden Quinn. They were out th their absolute just best players. And meanwhile, Charleston had their best 11 ready to go. That 4-2-3-1 where they had Allen and Booth uh, sitting deep. You have uh, Yakaza in the attacking midfield. They were able to get Markanich and uh, Tristan Traeger, uh, Markanich, sorry, and Barajas on the pitch all at once. Arturo Rodriguez was uh, playing out of his mind. Uh, Tristan Traeger played a good game as well, and Augie Williams, of course, up top. If you're a Legion fan, you're kind of hoping, hey, maybe this Fidel Barajas guy doesn't play. If you don't know who Fidel Barajas is, he is... Really, the only teenager that you could look at and say maybe he's better than Matthew Corcoran in the USL. I mean, he got named to the Guardian Top 60 uh, Young Players of the Year. First time in USL history that a, that a kid has been named to that list. Fidel Barajas is a real, real wonder kid talent. Um, with that said... I, you're a little bit, I'm a little disappointed that we won't have Matthew because I wanted to see this youth versus youth matchup again. I was super excited for it. Just wasn't meant to be. Um, but you're kind of hoping that he's not around. I, for Legion's chances, I think without Barajas, that's our best chance. I also think that this is just kind of one of those matches where you say, all right, what are... What's the game plan? What are we planning to do? I think you just run it back. Um, and I kind of hate to be just that simplistic, but it's true. Uh, one player we didn't really see a lot of, which was Gabriel Alves, a player that we saw against uh, the end of uh, Charleston. Keep in mind that Moses Mensa has been playing very well these last few games. 
Moses Mensah quietly been one of the better players down the stretch for us. And Gabriel Alves has been a guy who has not been playing fullback. But when he was at Marshall, he was a central midfielder. He That was what he did. That's what Gabriel Alves was. And if Legion need to go maybe a little bit more defensive, if they can get that goal, but then they want to go just a little bit more defensive without losing a lot of attacking capability, you have the option of maybe taking off a Tyler Pasher or maybe taking off a... Uh, Juan Agudelo, or maybe you have the option of taking off one of the wingers and dropping in. Again, you can move Pasher out wide. You could move Enzo or Juan out wide and then have Gabriel in the middle. And long story short, you have flexibility here where you can bring in Gabriel Alves, who brings in more of a defensive-mindedness, but still has the ability to go forward. Part of Legion's issues in the past was we had players who were defensive-minded or attacking-minded, and nobody that really, really could cover the two. I mean, you kind of would see Enzo do it. You would kind of see Anderson do it. Um, you would kind of see Mikey do it. You kind of see, I mean, the best example really is Matthew, Matthew Corcoran. But even him and Gabriel Alves are just very different players. Gabriel Alves is a true box-to-box. You can get that defensiveness added in, but don't lose it going forward. I think that that is a way forward for Legion if you need to change up the look. If you get that early goal or if you get that late goal and you need to kind of park the bus a little bit, not fully, but just sort of, say we need a little bit more defensive prowess here, you know, you can take off a Preston. You can take off, you know, a Deba. You can take off a Prosper, and it's okay because you have flexibility in your midfield from Tyler to Juan to Enzo, guys who can go out wide. I think that if you are a Legion, you have to know that nothing is guaranteed, and we all know that. Um, there is a world where this is a scrappy 2-1 Charleston win. I think that's possible. I mean, we saw it in the first meeting of these two teams. But I also know that if the same team that comes out against Tampa Bay comes out to Patriots Point come, I guess, Sunday afternoon, Legion's not losing. And I don't mean the same 11 necessarily. But, I mean, the same attitude, the same mindset, the same attack – if that kind of grind, that kind of capability comes out on Sunday, Legion is not going to lose. Plain and simple. And from there, what should you be watching for on Saturday of the USL? Uh, watch the Lou City versus Detroit match. First off, it should be exciting. Detroit's close enough to Louisville that Detroit should have a solid away contingency which always makes it fun whenever USL has real away fans. That's always a fun time. And Loose City is a team who has not impressed me whatsoever this year versus a Detroit City team who, while don't really score, they are one of the best, if not the best defensive team in the USL this year. Beyond impressive what they've done defensively going against a team in Loose City who have not proved to me that they can score 
I think there's a real world where Detroit City wins this match. And again, if Detroit City wins, the path through the Eastern Conference would have to go through Birmingham, assuming Birmingham get the win. That said, there's a part of me that would rather root for Lose City. Because A, I want to kind of want an away day to Lose City. Um, B, I think Legion have a better chance of beating them. But that is neither here nor there. That is getting way ahead of ourselves and... Hey, you never know. But uh, thank you all so much for listening. I appreciate you all. Come out to Ghost Train this Sunday. Uh, talk to me. I'll be doing the live stream. If you want to ask questions, if you just want to be a part of it, or, hey, just hang out, come see me. Come see Magic State Brigade. Uh, come see the Legion front office. Uh, come see it all. And until uh, next time, guys, keep hammering on.